Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, honeys. How are ya? It's Jackie. Welcome to this episode of Natch Butte. My guest is Jamie Schmidt, and she founded Schmidt's Naturals, which comes up on Nashby all the time, and she's a dream, and you're going to learn and love this episode, okay? But first, you know Schmidt's hooked y'all up, okay? I wasn't going to let Jamie Schmidt herself come in the studio without hooking up my honeys with a Schmidt's Naturals giveaway. You know I've been giveaway crazy lately. Well, we're giving away some Schmidt's, honey. Don't get it twisted. So, let me tell y'all all about the Schmidt's Naturals Natchbute contest. Maybe it should be Schmidt's Natchbute. To rolls. I don't know. I'll work on that. But anyway, get excited. I'm going to tell y'all about the contest that I worked very closely with Schmitz to start. So, as you know, my contest lasts about two weeks. So starting today, you have two weeks to do this contest. So get excited. This is what you're going to do. Okay. In the episode, I talk to Jamie about my armpit. I show it to her because I'm proud of how beautiful my armpits look because I take good care of them. This episode's all about them pits. So we thought it would be fun to have Everybody show us your armpit, okay? Let's take the sexy back. We want to make pits sexy. We don't want there to be a stigma. We don't want people to be ashamed. So let's see those pits, baby, okay? I'm going to have everybody listening on your Instagram flash a pic of that pit, baby. Post a photo of you with your arm up. Now, you don't have to show us your armpit. It doesn't have to be a zoomed-in pic, okay? You can just put your hand, you know, put your hand up on your head, put that pit up. You can even be wearing a sweater or something. We don't have to, like, really see it, but it's just a fun contest. We're just having some jovial fun, okay? So post a photo of you with your your pit, and you're going to hashtag the photo Natch Butte Pit, okay? Hashtag Natch Butte Pit. Then you're going to follow Schmidt's Naturals on Instagram, which is at Schmidt's Naturals, and Schmidt's is spelled S-C-H-M-I-D-T-S, Schmidt's. At Schmidt's Naturals, so follow Schmidt's, follow me. I'm at Jackie Michelle Johnson. Michelle has one L. So follow me, follow Schmidt's, and tag us in the photo, and then put that hashtag Nash Butte Pit. Show me that pit, baby. We're going to have two winners, and they're going to win a haul, a Schmidt's haul, okay? Now, don't forget, they make toothpaste, they make soap, they make deodorant. You're going to love it, and I want everybody to show us that pit, okay? Hashtag Nash Butte Pit. You have two weeks to enter, so get excited about that, and may the best honey win, as always. I have a new segment that I'm starting that I'm very excited about. Everybody knows I love mail. Uh, I love getting mail. I love going through mail. I love opening mail. So I'm going to do a little segment called Jackie's Mail Time, where I tell everybody all the mail I got this week. So I wanted to shout out really quickly the two things I got in my P.O. Box first. Thank you to Brittany in Toronto. She knows the key to my heart is not only getting mail, but receiving fan art of Chooch. She made me a little clay sculpture of Chooch. And it's Chooch wearing a pink flower crown like she did in my wedding. And this little sculpture is very, very close to Chooch. I mean, 
this woman has an art. This woman, Brittany, you know what you're doing because my husband was like, oh my God, it's chooch. She made me a little clay chooch. It is on my chooch wall of art in my house. So Brittany, shout out to you. Thank you for my chooch. I love it. My whole household loves it. And it was very thoughtful. Second, I want to say shout out to Sony Skincare. It's S-O-N-N-E. They are vegan and cruelty-free, paraben-free, sulfate and phthalate-free, cruelty-free, made in the USA, and they deliver to you every month. And there is a two-step system. There's a morning prepare and an evening repair. Uh, morning prepare, evening repair. Sony Skincare. I want to say shout out to them. They sent me their products. Thank you. I'm going to try them and let y'all know what I think. Okay, so far I'm loving the message. So thanks to them. Uh, last thing I'm going to say is Allison Rosen is coming on Nash Butte. She has a hit podcast called Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. I just guessed it on it. Check out that episode. It was so awesome. I've been having a really great time guesting on other pods lately. They've all been great. If you haven't heard New Player Has Joined, it is a podcast here on Starburns that I just guested on, and it's all about video games, and I talked about The Sims and how much I love it, and they were great. They are such a great podcast. They take it very seriously and do research and have questions and segments like I do, and I just respect. That one was great. Allison Rosen, very professional. I was honored to be on her pod. And then the third was Soft Spot, which I talked about on last week's show, which is again a show here on Starburns. And Lisa Loeb was there. And you gotta check that out. If you're not ODing on Jackie yet, okay, I've been guesting around. I'm trying to put the word out. So everybody check out those. But Allison Rosen is about to come on Nash Butte, so please go on uh, NashButte.com, hit Ask a Guest, and send her some questions. We have some fun fun ideas that we came up with already that we're going to be doing in here. I'm going to show her my new $5 cat eye that I've been doing. You can do a cat eye for $5 and that's like to do for like a year. Like you buy the products, you only need to use $5 and you could buy the the things you need to make a cat eye. I'm going to show her that because she loves a cat eye. We're going to finally prove which of our angles is our best angle. We're going to do a photo shoot in here and then go back and look and say, okay, finally, now I know my right side is my good side. Because we both are very confused. We got a lot going on, but send her some damn questions. Nashby.com, hit Ask a Guest, send Allison Rosa some questions. Uh, Nicole Byer is coming up. We have a lot of exciting guests coming in. So just always go to Nashby.com and hit Ask a Guest, and I'll put the guests up so everybody knows. Okay, so... Today is the 11th of May. That means you still have two more days to hit up the Riley Rose 20% off sale because it ends May 13th. So if you live by a Riley Rose, we've talked about Riley Rose on Nash Street several times. It is a makeup skincare store and they have like 10 or so of them in America so far, but they also have online, RileyRose.com. They're having a 20% off entire store sale until May 13th. So if you're listening to this right now, you still have two days. So get your buns to a Riley Rose or use code MAYFNF. So M-A-Y-F-N-F. And that stands for May Family and Friends. MAYFNF will get you 20% off Everything on the website is very exciting. They got lots of fun brands, lots of cruelty-free brands. And I just went ham at the sale because I was like, honey, I can't get COSRX anywhere else. I got me a 20% off, uh, some Pacifica stuff. They got Kopari. They got Stila. They got it all, baby. They have Beauty Bakery. They have, I'm not even naming all million. They have lots of Korean. They have lots of indie brands. They have lots of vegan and cruelty-free it's really cute in there. You're going to want at least one thing. So go to RileyRose.com and get that discount because you only have two more days, okay? So that's very exciting. So of all the things I said, remember, 
that the Schmitz Naturals contest starts today, Friday the 11th, and will end Friday the 25th at the end of the day. You have two weeks to enter. Hashtag Nashville Pit. Send me those uh, pit picks. And let's get some Schmitz out of the world, baby. And with that, enjoy the episode. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beaut. You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natch beaut, natch beaut. Match beaut, match, 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 You say, I only beaut when I want to. You say, I seem natch all the time. So, and I thought how I looked was simple. And I thought that I don't belong. But now my neck I'm creaming Now I know that I did something wrong Cause I'm Natch Butte Yeah, yeah I'm Natch Butte Welcome to Natch Butte, baby Welcome to this very special episode I'm so excited, I can't even hide it And that's a song, I'm so excited I just can't hide it, baby Okay, I'm so excited Um I think it's fair to say that my guest today is the natural deodorant fairy godmother. I feel like that's fair to say. Um, she's the creator of the natural deodorant to the stars and the deodorant that has captured the hearts and armpits of people all over the world, including, I don't know, Alicia Silverstone, Jay Kissa, who is a guest here, and of course, your girl Jackie J, me, the host of Natch Butte. So let me just get right into it. With me today is the founder of Schmidt's Naturals, Jamie Schmidt. What's up? I'm like, you're like the Wizard of Oz. Like, you're behind the curtain pulling all the strings. And I'm honored you're here. It's a huge honor to be here. Your energy is amazing, and this is going to be fun. I feel like I manifested you into my life. I do that sometimes. Uh, Shia LaBeouf emailed me once, not to brag. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like I go, the story of Schmidt's Naturals and me goes way back. My friend Jenny, shout out Jenny Bradley at the Effervescent Vegan on Instagram. She Instagrammed years ago a picture of the little Schmidt's jar. And she said, oh my God, I'm using this. Um, what's like the lime one? Yeah, bergamot lime. Yes, bergamot lime. <laughs> and I said, ooh, color me intrigued. So I went and bought it. And that's when I decided to like switch over to natural deodorant. And I'd never heard of Schmitz before that. And it, you know, I had to go to Lassen's, which is like a, a store here mm. for natural food and whatnot. And here we are years later, you're in my damn booth. Ooh. So, wow, baby, yeah, what I, a journey we're on. The team at Schmitz loves you. I mean, they, you're one of their, their favorites. I mean, it's a crazy story how it all happened. Yeah. Basically, I talked about Schmitz, and then they started tweeting at me, and then I showed them I have a sim named Ylang Ylang Calendula yes. from your scent, <laughs> and I have a whole family of sims with the last name Calendula, which I don't even know what the fuck that is. We'll talk about it. What the hell is Lang Ylang? I don't know. You're going to tell us, okay? <laughs> but anyway, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I feel like the best place to start would be the beginning, baby. Yeah. So... I guess let's just talk a little bit about you and your background and how Schmidt's Natural started for yeah, you. For sure. It's my favorite story to tell. I mean, yeah, you've probably told it a bajillion times, but you know what? I, I want to hear it every time. Yeah. So Schmidt's Schmidt's started at at a farmers market in in Portland. It was, you know, back in 2010. It was the maker's movement. Everyone in the city was was making something, right? 
um, whether it was candles, kombucha, hot sauce, or maybe they're a musician in a band or an artist. It was just if you were in Portland, you were doing something cool. That's um, I love that. Yeah, and it was intimidating in a way because it took me a bit to really you know find my thing and like I, I knew to to stay there and to feel comfortable and to fit in. I had to like do something amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I started really just playing around with different uh, recipes for. Uh, body care products, you know, I was making lotions, uh, sunscreens, deodorant, uh, but mostly just for my personal use. Have you had you been really into that, like yeah, in your it life? Took a bit. Um, once I got pregnant, that's really where I decided, like, you know, hey, I really need to start paying attention to, like, you know, not, not only the foods I'm eating, but also the products I'm using on my skin. And so that was part of the impetus too behind this was just that overall sort of, you know, goal towards living a healthy lifestyle. Um, and so. I, you know, I bought a bunch of books. I took, I even took a little DIY class on how to make shampoo. And um, once I started digging into it, like the passion became real. Um, I had worked so many different jobs in my life and really trying to find myself and, you know, my career path. And what were some uh, of the jobs uh, you were, you were rocking back yeah, then? Yeah. So I, I have a, a degree in business. And right after um, my undergrad, I, I got uh, a job in human resources. Yep. So I was, you know, doing that whole thing. And, you know, it was, it was okay, but it just left me feeling like I needed more. You needed to make something. Yeah. You lived in Portland, damn yeah. it. Yeah. And like I say, you know, everybody I was surrounding myself with were creatives and they were all doing something amazing. And I just always knew I, there was something I needed to be doing, but I didn't know what. You know, I was trying to find that creative outlet for a long time. Um, I moved um, from Chicago. I had been working for the John D. Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, pretty cool uh, philanthropic organization in Chicago. You know, getting paid really well, benefits were awesome, but I just needed a lifestyle change. Uh, so I came out here and thought I'm going to start over and figure this shit out, <laughs> find myself, and um, you know, kind of fell into that whole HR path again. Uh, but once I started this uh, whole DIY thing. It, it became clear that's what I wanted to be doing, you know, professionally too. And I was making other things too, not just body care products, but also um, a lot of things in my kitchen. Like I was the person making the kombucha, and I was even trying to grow loofah sponges in my front yard. <laughs> the climate in Portland is not appropriate for growing loofahs. Did you have uh, a? Uh, did you have a? Oh, what's it called? The like the scoby. You oh, had a big old scoby. I had so many scobies I didn't know what to do with. That's, I, I was giving them away. That's I, how it is on Facebook. My <laughs> Facebook is literally every day I log in and it's like, does anybody want my scoby? I'm like, this is like an MLM. I can't deal with these right. goddamn scobies. And there were so many that I like, I had to throw a couple in the trash and I felt awful yeah. because it's like this living being and I'm like throwing it away. But there was like so many I couldn't like keep up well, with that's, it. Well, that's why I haven't gone into the kombucha train because yeah. these I hear these scobies get out of control. They do. But then everyone's like... It's just like an MLM. It's like, no, they're great. You want it? Join my, join my Scoby. Take my Scoby. And I'm like, I heard they take over your kitchen. No, they don't. Take oh mine. You and know? they're also called the mother. Not yes, just Scoby, but the mother. I'm telling you, I, yeah. I, I just leave it to the professionals yeah, on that exactly. one. But even like the fruit flies too. So if people are wondering oh, yeah. what Scobies are. That's the mother that kind of creates the kombucha situation. Yeah. It's like oh, the they know. They yeah, know. Most people probably know. I know. I'm just point. kidding. Me. It's that gross thing that you get in your kombucha bottle when it slips in your mouth, and you're like, oh, yeah. Just drink. Oh, That's oh, part oh, of the mother. It's the mother. <laughs> it's the mother. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fruit fly situation was no fun either. But. Yeah, just making everything. And so I was on a budget, too. Like, my husband and I were working in social work jobs. I had tried that whole path, too, and just um, kind of was stepping back from the whole 9 to 5 situation. And Where'd y'all meet? Let's get romantic a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we met at a residential treatment facility for kids that had mental and behavioral health issues. So, yeah, I could see 
the man that he was and the man that he could become as a father, you know, just watching oh, him work so with these cute. children. And he was my boss. He hired me. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> cute, cute. Hey, yeah. that's where you meet people's work. Right? That's where I feel like most people I know, they met their partner at work. Yeah. I met my partner at a party. That's awesome. But we're improvisers, so that is our work, yeah, you know? right. And it's funny, too, because then he, you know, grew to work for Schmitz, and so he's totally integrated in the company now. So we've been working together, you know, in whatever capacity for, you know, since the beginning of our relationship. Smart. Yeah. Keep it in the fan, baby. Yeah. So, okay, you're making diode. You're making you're making shampoo. You're ma- So how do you get from, like, you're testing it out, you're digging right. it, to, like, selling it? Yeah, you know... I had no plans for like taking this, you know, to the to the streets and selling it. I just um, it, it was fun for me, uh, just for my friends and family. But then people were raving. Like I was giving it to friends, and they're like, "This is this is amazing! Like this this deodorant's working. Nothing else has worked for me. Like why aren't you selling this? You know, greater capacity?" And so in Portland, it was easy to you know find an opportunity out of the farmers market, like I say, or street festivals. There's always something happening, and I decided to just give it a shot. Um, I, there was a local market around the corner from me, and. I applied, got in, and then the first market, I was like, fuck yes, this is amazing, this is fun, it's super rewarding, like, seeing people, like, buying something I made with my hands. And So you would make them in the kitchen or something, yeah, I would imagine? Yeah, I had a tiny little home, it was just a small, humble, cute little place, in, you know, in southeast Portland, and we had no room for this. I mean, I literally turned our kitchen table into my office, you yeah. know, where I put a curtain up around the table and threw a printer in the corner and called it, you know, my workspace, <laughs> so we had no place to eat dinner, um, but I was, you know... Doing my, my business thing. But, yeah, the our stovetops were full of, you know, butters and oils and, and whatnot just constantly. And so I was sharing the, the pots, too. I'm like, okay, now these are the designated deodorant pots. You know, these are the yeah. pasta pots. Yeah, so. let's not mix those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No ylang ylang fettuccine tonight, baby. <laughs> I did make up a chili pizza once. Ooh. Yes. Not mad at that. <laughs> and so you, like, buy jars and, like, put them in the jars and, like, yeah. put your logos on them? I mean, you were, like, totally. DIY. Yeah. I was going to the local grocery store. It was called Fred Meyer, just buying, you know, overpaying for these mason jars. I started packaging the product in mason jars. It's um, a lot of deodorant. Yeah, but I'd buy, like, a, you know, 12-pack of jars. And yep. that, that was enough to get me by for, you know, maybe one market. Um, but I had a friend, too, who was an illustrator, and he was over one night, and I told him he needed to make my logo. And so... We literally decided that the most appropriate logo for me, with you know, for this homestead feel, would be a sketch of my face. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. <laughs> I put on this old school bonnet, and he sketched me. And so it's like, it's literally like my face in a bonnet on this like mason jar. I and mean, that's kind of neat. In 2010, it was you know, it made sense. Like, it's like t- Bert's today, bees. it's a little harder to get away with. Yeah, you know, he's got the right. I've, have you seen that documentary? Yes, it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. I, I really enjoy watching it. Me too. It's a little sad in some ways too. Yes, but, like, but also like, I can't think of the name of it right now. But I'll um, put it on Nashby.com. Yeah. Let me see. I do have my computer in my. Oh, it isn't it? Bert's. But the story, there's some there's some overlaps for sure. You know, and then he met his marketing woman. Bert's Buzz. Bert's Buzz. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Browner's one's a good one too. Ooh. Yeah. I don't. I need to because I love that Mm -hmm. soap. Yeah. So you're selling. How do you get in the stores? What yeah. happens? It's, it started in the booth when stores were coming up to me. Like I remember <gasps> Whole Foods approaching my booth and saying, "Have you ever thought about selling this wholesale?" No way. And I'm like, "Wholesale? What's wholesale?" <laughs> What's that buzz? It's not my phone. Oh, it was. No, it's not me. It's okay. I just throws uh, the phone across the room. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we're working. 
<laughs> um, Wait, hold on. Yes. You're at your little farmer's market, yes. and whole, Mr. Whole Foods rolls <laughs> up and says, hey, Jamie, what's up with this deode? Can yeah. I get a piece? It's crazy, too, because a lot of customers were going into stores and saying, do you have that you know Schmitz deodorant oh. that's floating around out there? And so uh, stores were coming to me saying, what is this product that people are coming in here looking for? Because back in 2010, I don't know because yeah. I wasn't privy to it, but was the natural deodorant movement like popping off? No, but it needed to. Like it was right. right at that moment when people were, you know, starting to realize, hey, we need to pay attention to you know what what we're using, and especially with deodorant. And so some of the bigger brands back then were, you know, like Toms and Jason, mm-hmm. which Nature's I've Gate used. I've that. tried both of those. Yeah, yeah. and so. A lot of them, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I personally had struggles with those, too, and I kind of had given up on natural deodorant. Yeah, same. I was like, I'll do natural shampoo, I'll do natural lotions, I'll do all this, but deodorant, eh, that's the one I'm not going to flex on because nothing's working. And right. so I recognized that opportunity. You know, there was a huge need in the marketplace for something like this. And not only the effectiveness, but also the fragrances. Like, Schmitz came in with, like, these really amazing, like, unique scents that were just lacking. What Okay, so, like, you remember how everybody used to collect Beanie Babies? Yeah. And there was the original six, like Patty the <laughs> I don't Platypus. I the original six. But... Oh, well, come on. I'm, but yes, I'm a my millennial. My dad had all of them for some reason. Oh, that's, yeah. you know, it transcended all all ages. So what were the original Schmitz yeah, scents? Like, your, to- your original six, like yeah. Patty the Platypus. <laughs> <laughs> my Patty the Platypus was probably the Cedarwood. So Ooh. I started with just Cedarwood. Right now it's Cedarwood Juniper. We added a little flair. But I just, I loved Cedar so much. And I wanted just that woodsy scent that made sense in Portland, right? Yep. Um, and then also an unscented. We had to have that option for people. Yep. So those were the two that kicked it off. Um, but then I was like, I love fragrances. And I just saw so much opportunity. And that's when... Your friend uh, Langalang Calendula came in. Um, I'm telling you, and that today is my fave. Yeah, I, it's so good. I'm so. We're gonna talk about like scent pairings yeah. and how because that's. I don't even know what a ylang ylang. I'm assuming it's a flower. Yeah. I, what? I don't know. How would you know? Well, how would you be like? Hmm, you know, it would be a great note. Ylang right. ylang. Like how? I don't know. You're a goddamn social worker. How did you know that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and I was. I had no background in like perfumery or you know all that whatever scent pairing. But I honestly just bought a crap little oils. And said, let's figure out what smells good together. And then a big part of that, too, was how they sound together. So, yeah. like, a Lang Lang Calendula just sounds beautiful, right? It does. Cedarwood Juniper. So that was a huge part of it for me. Because you can throw a couple oils together and, like, man, they might smell good. But it needs to sound eloquent and make sense. It worked. Because when I went into Lassen's, there were, first of all, when I got there after I saw Jenny's Instagram, yeah. uh, there was only... Ylang Ylang was the only one that was left. And I went up to them and I was like, I'm looking for Schmitz. It comes in a little glass jar. And I didn't even finish. And she goes, we're all sold out except for this one. Like the bergamot lime was sold out. The unscented was sold out. And I was just like, because I was like, lime, that sounds really fun. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going back and getting the lime later because it was there. Yeah. Because she was like, it's always sold out. It's always sold out. That one is crazy, crazy popular. So I started with, you know, the cedar juniper, Langland Clendula. And then I needed scents that were a bit more tangible, I think, and recognizable to, you know, the general masses. Yeah. But I, I had this promise to myself, like, no lavender. I'm not make, making any lavender deodorant because everybody else was. And yeah. it was so overdone, in my opinion. But that is the scent that people were asking people for. People love and it, so baby. It made sense. And I thought, if I throw a little sage in there, we can, you know, make it a little more interesting. And uh, that became a top seller. The bergamot lime, yeah, huge response to that one. It's just fresh and fun and, yeah. Citrusy armpits. We get a lot of you know people saying this smells like Jolly Ranchers or a margarita. Yep. Somebody on my Facebook group said it smelled like Skittles. Yes, I've the heard lime. Skittles. Yep. And I was like, I mean, is there something 
better for your armpits to smell like? I don't think right. so. <laughs> Skittle you know? pits. You I'm telling you, Skittle pits? <laughs> All right. That's what people used to call me in middle school. Skittle pits. That's what I was bullied <laughs> with. Just kidding. That is a great name. But those were the OG fragrances, and those came in the jars, and then the stick came a few years in. Yeah. Another thing that I was like, nope, we're not doing a stick. It's going to be all jars. It needs to be different. It needs to be recyclable and reusable. And um, But then, of course, we were cutting off a huge percentage of our customer base by not putting it in a stick. Yeah. Uh, part of it, too, I was like afraid to formulate it because I had tried, and it was not easy. You can't just dump the jar formula into a stick and call it a day. Right. You know, I had to, like, incorporate all these other ingredients and perfect the ratios and make it where it had enough glide without using, you know, crappy ingredients like propylene glycol. So that was a challenge, but I knew I had to do it. Yeah, because Schmitz does have a, a different texture mm-hmm. than some other deodorants. Yeah, it's it not is, the greasy, slippery. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I, I was not a fan of the jar, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, try to be green, and I hate plastic. Plastic, but I did find it inconvenient yeah. to my lifestyle. It can be annoying. You have to like take yeah. the time to you know, right. get a little bit in your finger, soften it. But right. I mean, some people have grown to love and appreciate that. I should because again, mm-hmm. I hate plastic. Yeah. But but damn, I love that stick. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stick. Um, you know, I should go back to the jar because they're so cute and you can reuse them. I have two yeah. creams and like a lotion in my Schmidt's original jars. Nice. I still have them because there's a key. Yeah, and you know about our recycling club? Um, I saw it on the website. Yeah, so you send back five empty jars and you get a free one. So that's oh! there's some incentive for you too. Attention hoarders! <laughs> Attention all hoarders out there! Not bad. That's right? so great. Yeah, yeah. I, y'all's website. I must say, uh, whoever's running the Schmidt's website out there, hello, I see you and I appreciate Aww. you. That website is fantastic. There's so many resources on there. Yeah. Um, there's a great FAQ section out there, everybody. If you want some further reading materials, there's all kinds of guides and. Um, uh, how to do this? Why is this this way? And one thing that I was going to have you talk about was there's an ultimate guide to putting on deodorant, mm-hmm. which because I feel like y'all get and we I I asked the listeners for questions and man did they go into town. Nice. We got questions out the walls, <laughs> but a lot of people ask the same questions. So uh, there's a lot of concerns. There's a lot of questions. So would you mind just if you know? I'm sure you do. Walking mm-hmm. us through the how to put on deodorant yeah, guide. Yeah, funny. You think it would be simple? It was simple back in the day when you had, you know, two choices in deodorants and you take off the cap, throw it on. But, you know, even then, like, people may have been over-applying or, you know, not putting it on at the right time of day or right. whatever. Um, for Schmitz, you know, it's a little bit more specific. Like, we, as you said, there's you don't get that, like, slip that you're yes. used to with all these other conventional brands. Um, so ours is a little more condensed. It uh, has a matte finish. And so you need to let it warm up on contact with body heat. If you get it in the cold, it's just gonna feel it's just gonna feel hard. Right. You have to let it sit in the underarm for you know maybe three four seconds to let it soften, and then once it softens, then you get like the nice glide. Um, and then the key to don't put too much on. People think they have to just lather it on for the ultimate protection. But I you think don't. I put too much on if I'm a being yeah, honest. Yeah, and that can cause problems. I mean, that can lead to irritation. That can stain your clothes. This and that. So you just got to be mindful of like how much you're using. Yeah, I feel like I put a pretty good layer on. Yeah. But I just love the smell. I know, right? I just want to keep going. Yeah, because I use jasmine green tea. Nice. That's my one I'm using right now. Yeah. The sensitive. Well, if you like the scent, we might have some announcements in oh, the near oh, future oh, where you can oh, oh, really cover yourself. Oh, oh, <laughs> I really like geranium flower yeah, as well. Me too. Uh, I should just like quiz you on all the scents because there's I just there's well you're talking about the sensitive skin line too so that's a whole other you know formula that came a couple years ago 
Um, and that, that product line is made uh, using magnesium, which is an awesome ingredient for odor control. And it gives you that really smooth texture that you're going to find with that sensitive skin line. So those fragrances you named, like the jasmine and the geranium, those are all from that line. They're not the OG uh, original Beanie Babies. Those guys came Right. Out. These are more like the... Um, <laughs> what, what came after the Beanie Babies? I'm trying to think. I mean, I'll be, I'm, now I'm revealing that I really don't know that much about Beanie Babies. Uh, I just had a few that I really liked. Yeah. Like, I love... I love ducks, so oh. Patty was a natural yeah. fit for me. Anyway, yeah. I still have the original with the tag. That's fine. They're not worth anything anymore. You know what I have? Garbage pail kids. Yep. I got the the cards. The whole, yep. Yep. Whole collection. Whoa. I've never given those. Have up. you ever Googled to see what that's worth? Because yeah. I'm very curious. I, I need to. Well, I think you're doing all right, though. <laughs> Don't think you have to worry I'll about save them for a rainy day. Right, right. Yep. Put them in the safety deposit box. Maybe your son someday can <laughs> yeah. uh, sell them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, there's so many. Okay, so yeah, sensitive stick formula. I just was drawn to the names of the scents. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the fact that they were sensitive. I don't consider myself a sensitive person. I mean, <laughs> my emotions are, but like physically I'm not. Yeah. But coconut, pineapple, mm. honey, honey, so honey. Uh, we got tea tree, classic. Geranium. So tell me about geranium flower, only because I love it. Yeah. So what's what are the scents in that? Is it's, that one's straight up geranium. Okay. Essential oils. Some yeah. of the other fragrances, we'd combine like different plant isolates to achieve the fragrance. But the geranium is just 100% straight up geranium oil. It's so good, right? I don't even know what a geranium looks like. Yeah. Are they cute? Yeah, Google it. There's, there's different colors, too. The most popular is like that kind of orangey, pinky, like you'll see on our label. Um I've yeah. seen those. Yeah. I've seen those around. Yeah, they're so pretty. And they I think it's a pretty unique scent. Like, I think it's it kind is. of intense, right? It's not like a delicate floral that's, like, soft and pretty. It's more, like, in your face. I mean, I don't know what happened. I just became, like, a like a kooky floral lady mm-hmm. at one point. Because I think the jasmine is—jasmine is my favorite mm-hmm. smell. It's so good. Like, have you ever met Michelle Ranovat? No. She's— she made Ranavat Botanics. It's like another indie beauty brand, mm-hmm. and she was just in here. She makes his jasmine toner. Okay. And I just want to spray it on my uh, life. I just want to spray it. And that with my jasmine tea schmitz, I'm like, I'm a jasmine lady. Yeah. And I'm into it. I, I totally agree. We're moving into a new house. We're actually signing on Monday. Woo! <gasps> uh, but there's jasmine trees right outside the front door, oh and it's like the greatest way to like enter your home. You can right? pick them and make your deal yeah. with them. Yeah. Not bad, baby. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, why natural? Yes. Why should we? It's the way of the future. Why no should more... we be buying yeah. natural, quote unquote, natural? And right. what does that mean? Exactly. That is a great question. It's a, one that can be abused and thrown around and yes. misinterpreted. But it's, you know, our philosophy has always been if you have something that is clean and it doesn't have the concerning ingredients sitting next to something that's conventional, may, it, maybe it works, but it's potentially hazardous to your health. Why not choose the first option, right? Right. It's just it's just an obvious choice. Why risk your health? And we, we don't use scare tactics. We never have. We don't say if you use you know X brand, you're going to die or you're going to have cancer right. in your future. But it's like those studies are out there and they, they exist. And so why risk it? 
right? When you yeah. have something that performs just as well and you feel good about, especially when you get the good fragrances and you get the beautiful packaging and stuff. It's just like it's all around just makes sense. So yeah. what does natural mean, yeah, baby? Natural baby for, in this context, right? You know, the most general or I guess basic description for it would just be you know of the earth, right? From from the earth and trying to avoid those synthetic um, ingredients and just the, the you know the things that are processed in a lab and you know but you can still there's fine lines, right? There's gray areas and it's all it's very it's a very personal thing to every brand I think and I think what's going to be important for brands going forward is. Be, being able to define what that does mean for, for you as a brand, especially as you go mass, you know, mainstream. It's like being able to keep up with the customer demand and having access to ingredients that are not going to, you know, go out of stock and that they're plentiful. And uh, it's a challenge, but it's, it's a fun one. And it's um, something that I think Schmitz handles really well. Holla back. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of women that work for you, right? Yeah. Is it? It's not all women. No, we have some dudes in there. But yeah. yeah. I met a ton of them at yeah. Indie Beauty Expo, and it was. So, I was just like, oh, look at all these ladies representing. Very amazing. You probably met our brand team. We've mm-hmm. got Allison, Whoever runs the Twitter. Julia. Yes, we got Johanna and yep. Hannah. They are a good group, and they're so passionate and, and fun. And, yeah. If you could sum it up in the, like, in just the easiest palatable way, mm-hmm. what's the difference between Schmidt's Naturals uh, deodorant versus like the antiperspirant at the drugstore that everyone's used to wearing and buying? Like, what would be like? Yeah. How would you describe the difference to people? The big, the biggest difference that's more in your face is just that Schmidt's is made without aluminum, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, aluminum is a thing that um, prevents you from sweating, and so it'll literally block your pores to stop the wetness, which is it'll scary. It'll swell them shut. Yes. Yeah. And with Schmitz, you know, your body is still perspiring, which is good. You need, you know, it's a healthy process. But once you do sweat, we have powders in the formula that'll help absorb that moisture. So I think that's the key, you know, difference for yeah. somebody who really is trying to understand, you know, yep. there why you go. not antiperspirant. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I think it's time to get into the listener questions. And can I just tell you, I was thinking, oh, we might get a few. This might be one of the most questions I received. Uh, You're right up there with Jonathan Van Ness. Yeah. With, like, how many questions I got. I love it. So I'm so grateful. Thank you for everybody who submitted questions. Um, And like I said earlier, a lot of people ask the same questions. So I randomly picked a few. Yeah. So I just wanted to say, hopefully we answer everybody's questions. And let me say real quick on that. If yeah. you don't get to one of your questions and you need an answer, I would love to chat. So you yeah. guys can message me. We'll throw out my Instagram handle at the end. Yep. Um, and I'm happy to answer those questions that get missed. Yeah. And also, like I said, if anyone out there is really interested in researching, go to the SchmitzNaturals.com. The FAQ section is so thorough and thoughtful. We also have the natural. Have you heard of that? That's our editorial platform. Yeah. Yes. which is a spinoff of Schmitz. Um, and so that is an amazing resource as well. Very yeah. cool. Uh, so there we go. We're, we want everybody to get educated. We want everybody to have their questions answered. So thank you for everybody for the questions. So let's start with this question from Rebecca in Ohio. Hi, Jackie and Jamie. Love y'all. I'm ready to switch to natural deodorant finally, and I'm stocked up on Schmitz. But I'm so nervous that detoxing will make me smell awful. Is there any way to detox without stanking? Ooh, good question. Rebecca in Ohio. We got a lot of questions about the famous detox. detox. Okay. A lot. Yeah. Well, let's start with the detox doesn't happen to everybody, right? Some people can switch. So let's take my dad as an example. You know, um, a man who just turned 70. Happy birthday, Dad. Um, But he had been using antiperspirants his entire life, you know, like the era. Yep. spray thing 
He uses Schmitz, and he, which is so funny. I love it. And it's his last name. It's his last when name. When he goes to the store to buy it, is he like, this is my daughter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He hangs out in the aisles. That's what my dad would oh, do, too. Yeah. Yeah. I've got some stories about that. But so when he switched over, he didn't have the transition phase. Interesting. He, or that detox phase. He just switched from, you know, years of antiperspirant to Schmitz and yeah. zero issues. Um, so it, it's not, you know, a guaranteed thing. Like you're not, not everybody's going to have this crazy response. But some things that can happen, you know, with this this detox, um, is, you know, these are all, you know, philosophies too. Like it's a philosophy that this detox even happens. But let's right. assume it happens to you. So some things that could occur are excessive sweating. Yeah, like your body's that just like pouring out. I had a nightmare with it. That's why I gave it up for a while. I was like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, after. I can't be stinky. No, it's scary, and you don't want to deal with it. You, you have to have the patience, and you have to like lock yourself in the house for a week, right? And so that's not good. Yes, you have to. You <laughs> that's have to an go case, up to a cabin yeah, by yourself. Let, let yourself pour out. Yes. But I think you know, there's this idea that you your pores have been blocked for so long. That once they're releasing, then it's just it's like waterfalls. Right, like you're unplugged help and you're just me, here. <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> exactly. So that can happen. Um, some people can have like extra stink, Honey, like really crazy me. funky smell. You had me. that, yeah. Mood, current mood, all of me. Yeah, it was so bad. That's why I thought Schmitz didn't work. Yeah, you're. Like, I was like this. I this. reek. I'm sweating like a dang. I'm not going to say what yeah. my mom says. What? <laughs> a horn shirt. Oh, my God. Cutting that. That's that's uh, slut shaming, yeah. and we're not here for that. Right. Just sweating like a damn mess. Yeah. So, so that can happen. And mm-hmm. then there's also irritation. Like, some people's bodies may break out in, like, in various forms. Like, you might get some itchiness, or you could get some redness, or maybe some even, like, kind of skin peeling type situation. So... These things can happen, but I don't want it to scare people. I think some tips for, you know, easing in and dealing with these, you know, potential responses is take it slowly. So don't, like, just stop using your existing deodorant and go 100% in on That's something what I natural. Did. Why weren't yeah. you here, Jamie? Yeah, Where see, were you? Needed you? you needed me. I should have tweeted you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take it, maybe go, you know, three days of your usual deodorant and then try, you know, Schmitz or whatever natural deodorant you're using for a day and then just kind of see how your body responds. And then it allows your body to adjust slowly, you know. And to make sense of, like, what is happening. Um, that's probably the number one tip, honestly. Um, or maybe, you know, start very tiny amounts. Or even just go a week without anything. Oh. You know, let your body kind of, like, do its thing. And then you're starting with this whole clean slate. Have, you, then, heard, have yeah. you heard of people doing that, uh, the Aztec clay under their armpits? Yes, there's yeah. this whole um, armpit detox mask thing happening, yeah. too. And I've never personally tried it. You know, I, I don't need to. Um, yeah. But I, I am curious to hear about people's, you know, experiences with that. I feel like I did it once. Mm-hmm. Because my friend, like, DM'd it to me, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, I love Aztec clay, sure. But it was too tedious. Like, I was, like, watching TV with my arms up in the air, and yeah. if you want to know a stink, that mask stinks. <laughs> what does it smell like? The apple cider vinegar uh, mixed with this clay, yeah. it just smells like a salad that's been sitting out. And I'm like, I'm trying to not stink, but I stink and right your now. your puppy's in there licking the I'm telling the you, mask. it was just very awkward. So if anybody out there does it, let us know. Yeah. Tweet us and yeah, tell us. Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, because yeah. that, that clay doesn't play, right. but it was not for but me. But it's a thing, right? Like, that, it just shows that, like, this whole armpit detox thing is, is it's real, you know? I'm telling it's, you. Yeah. There were a lot of questions about people had irritated armpits mm-hmm. from natural deodorant, 
And uh, is there is there any tips to avoid sensitivity? Mm-hmm. Is there any like, like you said, start slow, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go back to the you know don't apply too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, find that formula or that fragrance even that works best for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great thing about Schmitz is our return policy is incredibly generous. You know, we'll replace something if it's not working for you, or you just yeah. don't like the scent. We're like, okay, here's something else. Like try this, and we'll work with you to find the best match. You know, for your body, um, we'll dig into your history. Like what have you been using, and how, you know, and just to really find like that that deodorant that's going to work for you and so don't be afraid to like tap into those resources you know and or embarrassed or shy or just like just figure it out yeah right? yeah i think uh if shout out to all my honeys out there we love a good return policy yeah because that's what it's all about right? is finding a brand and then keep buying them forever yeah once you're happy and we so. want you happy like why right. would we like screw you see ya you know right which yeah. some people are yeah some it's companies sad. are treat you like that yeah and then it's not fun yeah. we don't like that bye you're not welcome right. here all right, excellent. Let's get to the next question. I feel like this kind of goes in with this. Question for Jamie Schmidt. My natural deodorant makes my armpits discolored and way darker than normal. Has this happened to you? Do you know of any natural mm-hmm. deodorants that don't do this? Jalisa in L.A. Mm-hmm. Jalisi. I want to say Jalisi. Hi, cute name. I like that name. Um, yeah, see, again, I feel like I don't want to, you know, this is some crazy shit can go down yeah. when you're changing shit up. And armpits in general are like the most sensitive area of your body. I mean, you've got like really thin skin, you have tightly wound nerves, and it's just an area that doesn't see sunlight, right? So like that is probably the most sensitive area of your body. And it's tucked away. and like it's, Right. Um, the, yeah, the underarm discoloration is, is a thing, too. And it's like... There's a couple solutions around it, and the cause can be unknown. Like, it's basically like your body, maybe your body is reacting to one of the ingredients that's in the deodorant, um, but oftentimes it is a sign that you might need to exfoliate. Interesting. Um, I've seen some success with that, so maybe it's going in there with a washcloth or a gentle exfoliator, just like getting rid of the dead skin cells. I feel like I never. You don't think exfoliate my armpits. Yeah, you don't I'm like think sitting to. here being like, have I ever in my life? And I'm. You know, I take care of my damn stuff. Yeah. Rebecca, have you ever scrubbed your armpits? <laughs> have no... you, Brandon? He's like, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> armpit scrubbing party. I've never scrubbed my armpits <laughs> with a damn scrub. Ever. See? You just changed my life. Look at that. Yeah, Rebecca shook. Rebecca is straight yeah. up shook in here. I like mean, a green? Like, don't go too crazy with like a really huge salt, but maybe like, like a little sugar mixed with an oil or even... Um, just think about like what you'd use on your face, like a gentle right. exfoliator, and just try that. Why haven't I done? Yeah. That? Oh my god. So there's god. that, and then uh, you know what's crazy that I've heard works with the darkness mm-hmm. is potatoes. <laughs> you slice a potato and you rub it under your arms, and then the the skin discoloration goes away, and that is insane. I've never like heard anybody personally attest to it, but I've read about it working. So. You know, I feel like a potato is sort of like a deodorant stick, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't you think? The shape of it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it naturally would <laughs> kind of go in that round curve of your yeah. of your arm really nice. <laughs> I feel like that would be really nice. So that's a fun tip. And then, you know, just always checking with your dermatologist, too. Like, there could be something else going on, or right. just like they might have a tip that we don't know. I kind of yeah. want to show you how beautiful my armpits I are. I want to see. I'm really... <laughs> so I am a pale woman with... Dark, dark body hair, if we're okay. being honest, because my real hair color is dark brown. Mm-hmm. So I used to have to shave my armpits all the time. And even after I shaved them, dark hair underneath the skin, you could see it. Yeah. Like a man with his five o'clock shadow, right. like my dad. But check this out, baby. Oh my. Is that the most beautiful? <laughs> that armpit? is a nice looking pit. I've had it really laser is. I've hair. seen a lot of armpits. I've had 11. 
I want to say, 11 laser, uh, laser hair removal sessions. Really? So that's why. But, like, I got my Schmitz on. So did I put too much? Can you see it? No, it looks perfect. I am so... I just think my armpits are, like, sexy you now. You should be proud of those I armpits. feel like growing up... There's, like, this funny deodorant commercial where the woman, like, dances and sniffs herself. Yeah. Like, slyly. I never am concerned anymore about having my arms up. That's awesome. Especially for, like, acting. I've been on sets where they... I've seen A-list, huge, famous stars hold up their armpits on set, and the makeup artist would cover their armpits with makeup because you can see the redness, Mm -hmm. um, the shaving irritation, the hair growing, whatever. I mean, am I like a Victoria's Secret model? Something's going on. Nobody with needs to Photoshop my fucking no, armpit. Honey. They really are beautiful. Facetune. You don't need that. My advice is any photo op where you can have your arms up, take it. But I love. I'm just like I'm so confident now. Yeah, you but should be. It, I'm. I mean, laser hair removal is great. So eleven treatments. Yeah, yeah it took me a lot. Is that typical? Like what? I think ten is okay. eight to ten is probably. But yeah. but I had for like two years. I had no hair, but like three or like they start coming back a little bit, and I just recently got a like a touch up. Mm-hmm. But it took me two years to need a touch up. Now I'm doing everything out. I'm doing my legs. Yeah, my pussy. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> mom. I'm like a new woman. I love it. I love it. My armpits set. Are you set for life, or do you have to go back? And I think you have to touch them up every couple yeah. years. But I will also say it's very sexy to have hair too. Yeah, it's oh, whatever yeah. makes you feel sexy. Yes, and shaving can be annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I hadn't got laser, I might rock rock a moment, like right. rock a hair, because I think that's a sexy look too. I can't grow like I'll grow a little bit of hair on my legs and armpits, but it like won't go past a certain point. So it's right. like even if I wanted to rock the hairy look, like it just yeah. it doesn't look right. See, I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm like a man with a patchy beard, kind of. I've tested the waters, and let's just say that my hair will grow, honey. My <laughs> hair will grow, okay. And I'm proud of that. You know. We have to be proud of the little accomplishments in our lives. I can grow a hair, baby. (laughs) Not on my head. Not on my brows. But everywhere else, girl, I got you. Okay, so excellent. That's a great answer to that question. Okay, here's a great one that I'm very excited about. Cue for Jamie Schmidt. One, how do you get the lavender deodorant smell so perfect? And two, what are some new scents coming out for the deodorant? I'm newly obsessed as of three months ago. It's the only brand of natural deodorant that works for me. Angie in L.A., baby. Oh, hi, Angie. I'm in L.A. right now. Yes. Thanks for coming to visit. (laughs) Are you here for work? Uh, a few things. I got a couple podcasts. I'm going to the Girl Boss Rally and say yes. And then I'm going to spend some time after this going to a couple of boutiques that I want to hit up. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited about yeah. that. I don't want to invite myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. I'm just kidding. So uh, the talk- lavender. We already yeah. talked about it a little bit. Well, there's different qualities of lavender, right? You can say my product is lavender, but it could smell like a million different things. And so it's finding the right oil, the right harvest, um, like knowing your suppliers and knowing that it is actually like a pure lavender oil. That's huge. That's step one. Do you know where your lavender comes from? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, there's lavender fields in Bulgaria are very common. and But but it's like, even then, the harvest can be different. you, you got to find the supplier that you know is like distilling it the right way and is not adding anything weird. Isn't it so interesting that there are farmers in Bulgaria mm-hmm. farming flowers that end up in our damn armpit? <laughs> like, when you really think about, this is something that everybody should think about. Like, where are things coming from that you use? It's so convenient. Yeah. We don't think about it. We just pick up our cup and we drink. Who made the cup? Right. Where do the ingredients come from? It's very interesting. And yeah. it's very cool when it's artisan. And it's not always something you can keep, you know, domestic either. Like, we have to go out and, you know, tap into these fields elsewhere. But the crazy thing about essential oils is that you need so much plant material to make, like, the tiniest bottle. Yeah. So, I mean, you're 
talking pounds and pounds and pounds of lavender flowers. If you YouTube or Google on YouTube um, the essential oil distillation, you'll see wow. the amazing amount of material that goes in. And then it'll yield like this tiny little bottle. And so the reason uh, prices can be different with the oils is that like rose, for example, you need so much flour to make this bottle. And so a lot of times the pricing will depend on how much plant material is used. You know, in Interesting. The, yeah. Why are roses so GD expensive? It's, that's part of it. Yeah. I mean, well, roses themselves, yeah, maybe they're hard to come by. I don't know, because yeah. part of me has, has always felt that it's like just the flower industry, just like, just, it's sort of like with diamonds. Like, mm-hmm. diamonds are are just a damn rock. Right. It's like, why are they so expensive? Because the jeweler company decided that they're going to make <laughs> something, and then we all, you know, it's like, why are roses so expensive? Yeah. But like, you know, baby's breath isn't. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. To be honest, I don't know like the supply of roses and how abundant it is. But that's something that I want to know. And, yeah, you know, we'll find out. Um, well, because y'all's is it vanilla rose? Yes, yeah, so we have a rose vanilla. Rose so that vanilla. is one of our favorite scents, and that one came about because our customers um, had given us all this feedback. We did a quiz like through a newsletter and social media where we asked, um, "What scent do you guys want to see from Schmitz?" And then the top two responses were rose and vanilla, and so we threw <gasps> them together. And what said, a good idea! Yeah, and it's been very popular. Um, yeah, it's one of my personal favorites, and it's our customers are loving it. What are you wearing right now? The soap is good, too. I'm wearing the rose vanilla yep. right now. I am. I love vanilla. It's always, if it's an option, I mm-hmm. get it, like in a scent. Yeah. So it's crazy. I don't have rose vanilla. I should probably maybe pick that one up next. Oh, yeah. We'll hook you up. But yeah. there's the soap, too. Have you used Schmitz Bar soap? Honey, have I ever? Yeah. Have I? I have the Lang Ylang. Okay, yeah, one. that's my favorite one. Yeah. And then the rose vanilla probably comes right after that. It has, I want you to tell us what's in it. Because it has a little grit to it's it. It's the apricot seed. It makes you feel so clean. I know. I scrub, I'm telling you, I scrub my whole body with that. Yeah. Okay. That's my favorite. It smells amazing. The color is beautiful. And that yes. yellow comes from turmeric. <gasps> so it's not a fake color. It's Fun. literally like turmeric, which is awesome. I and, love that so. Yeah. It, it makes cleaning fun. It does. I know it sounds dumb, but yeah. I like, I don't, I hate showering. Um, I don't do it very often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the girl, my husband makes fun of me all the time. My sister, shout out to my sister. She knows my cousin and I would have contests to see how long we could go without showering. Like I, <laughs> I hate showering. It's tedious and annoying to me. But I like scrubbing myself with the Schmidt yeah. soap. It's so fun. It feels so good. It like I feel like it makes my whole body like not itch. Not that I'm itchy, but like just that little grit on there. Yeah, and it's a sensory experience. Like it literally yes. is like, just so pleasant. I love. You can soap. use that on your face too. I like my stylist. He's he's a product junkie like he knows all the big you know brands and tries everything natural and not um but he has found that schmidt's lingling cleanser soap for his face has been like a oh. lifesaver it's cleared up his acne it's made his skin really smooth and i feel like i cleaned yeah. my diva cup with it oh that's a good idea yeah yeah shout out diva cups a whole other episode i'm telling you yeah i haven't done a diva cup episode actually I've... um so can you give us a little teaser of some upcoming. Ooh, I know, okay. like, I feel like I would log on to Instagram and I follow Schmidt's Naturals. Yeah. And every day, there were, for a while, earlier this year, there was, like, a new toothpaste flavor. Yeah. And every single one of them is, like, my heart. Um, my heart strings yes. are, are, like... I've had all of them. We had vanilla chai. I have winter mint right now. Nice. Um, I haven't gotten the jasmine one yet, which okay. is crazy. Like I said, I'm a crazy jasmine yeah. lady. But they kept coming out, and I'm like, my mouth can't keep up with these yeah. releases. We, it's so hard not to just throw out so many fragrances and so many flavors. Right. Like that, and that's where my passion is, is like developing you know, these scents and these tastes. And 
Yeah, so we have to you know be strategic and not do yes. it all at once. But we have so many other ideas of fragrances. We know that our customers will go crazy. It's become like a collector's item. I'm telling like, you, you want to try them. Yeah, and so we have customers who are like, oh, I just bought the new, you know, Schmidt's coconut pineapple, but now you come out with this other one, and I have to try that. And so they keep them all in their bathroom, and it's yeah. great because you have some variety. And, well, yeah. every day you can be like, okay, I'm, you know, maybe I'm going on a first date. I want to feel yeah. a little tropical today, exactly. baby, or whatever. And the shelf life is so long that it's okay to have a million. You know, right? Oh, what's yeah. the shelf life? A couple of years. You know, like, you're nice. good. Yeah. So you can, you know, have a couple Schmidts and they'll last forever. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we have more stuff. I mean, we can't say exactly what's coming, but if you think about the bathroom and, you know, oh. other opportunities where Schmidts could uh, fill your need. Oh, yeah. maybe I'll make you tell me off the mic, okay? <laughs> I'll sign some NDAs. I'm curious, baby. Well, yeah, so semi, when did the soap launch? So, uh, Probably about eight months ago. Okay, maybe? so that's yeah, so like fall of 2017, I guess. And then yeah, summer. the toothpaste. Yeah, which... that came shortly after. So, oh, I'm so curious. Yeah. I just, I feel like what, you as a as a founder of the company, like what were you, were you like, all right, what's next? Or did, yeah. did it well, come from feedback? When like we want a toothpaste. Like, there, was a, there was a time when I was like, Schmitz is a deodorant company and that is it. That is what we do and we do it well and let's, that, that's it. But our customers wanted more. I mean, yeah. they were continuously asking us, like, what else can you make? We want toothpaste. We want soap. And how can we turn that down? Right? right. And so the next logical step for us was the bar soap because we were able to transfer all our amazing fragrances into soap form. You know, so we have that o- the OG lineup of deodorant yep. um, in the sense, of, you know, in the bar soap sense. So that was a nice logical extension. Our customers went crazy for that. And then the toothpaste was a big move for us. I mean, I think we surprised people and we surprised ourselves, you know, like, but we wanted something that stood out in the market. We just feel like toothpaste was so boring. It stands like, out. Yeah. I've tried every natural toothpaste mm-hmm. out pretty much. Yeah. And the scents, the flavors, if you will, are right. no one compares. And we've got the vitamins there and, and, you know, it's just, there's just added ingredients that a lot of toothpastes don't have. And so we wanted um, to get customers excited about oral care. And so the toothpaste um, has been a huge success. Vanilla and, chai, baby. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's a goodie. It's so fun. Yeah. It really does taste just like my tea. That's I'm awesome. like, I drink my, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, what? Am I in the bathroom or am I in a yeah. damn coffee shop in Paris? I don't know, baby, and I don't care. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. And your husband uses the charcoal toothpaste, right? Uh, yes. Someone told me that. Yeah, we we got them all. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got three to try, and I have the coconut lime that I haven't opened yet because okay. I'm trying to get through them. Yeah. You know? Tear them all open. I know. I really should. Yeah. Well, we're, you know, we have a tiny little bathroom. Yeah. So I'm conserving. And Adam will kill me if there's like, I mean, he won't kill me. But Adam is putting up with my amoeba of products growing, growing, growing. And I feel like he'd be like, hey, excuse me, why are there seven toothpaste open? <laughs> you know? So we, we open one and we share it and then it goes away and then we open the next one. That's cool. We'll get so. you a, a cabinet devoted just to Schmidt's products. I mean, pretty much that's what's happening naturally. <laughs> so great. Let me see what is next on here. So Jamie wouldn't tell us. That's fine. I completely get it. You'll be it. the first to know. And you'll okay. Have samples. Well, in listen. Hand. I will. I I see the tweets. I see the yeah. launches, uh, and I'm. I get very excited. Like I probably audibly gasp aloud. Yeah. Like, oh my uh, god! A jazz- well, this summer something's coming that'll make <gasps> you happy. Okay. Yeah. Wait. What's the jasmine toothpaste? Uh, jasmine spearmint. Yes. Yeah. What a crazy combo. Oh, yeah, it's so pretty too with the pink. <gasps> the the tube. Oh, yeah. That's okay. My I need to get that one. Yeah. I'm gonna have it next. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
Okay, let me read this one. I feel like, again, you've kind of covered this. We'll see if it makes the cut. Okay. Hi, Jackie and Jamie. Huge Nedge Butte fan. I'm so excited for the opportunity to ask this question. I started having super embarrassing pit sweat when I was in 6th or 7th grade. It was horrible. I couldn't lift my arms without feeling self-conscious. I really think it played a part in how I tend to recoil when I feel attention turn my way. It's mm-hmm. my understanding that all natural deodorants address just that odor. But is there anything us pit sweaters can do other than itchy treatments or Botox? I'm asking on behalf right. of anyone with teenagers in their lives because as a new cool aunt, uh, quote unquote, who has lived through this, I feel like I need to provide insight and maybe a solution here. I've done a few uh, prescription grade antiperspirants and they itch like a mother. Thank you so much. Nikki in NYC. So yeah, we talked a little bit about the sweat. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for me, I used Secret Platinum mm-hmm. all through mi- elementary, not elementary, all through middle, high school, college, adulthood, and I never sweat at all. Right. None. And I was like, oh, I don't sweat. But then I realized, oh, I do sweat yeah. when I went off of it. But now I barely sweat again. Mm-hmm. So I adjust it. But there are people out there, my best friend Catherine, shout out. She sweats. We're just sweaty people. Right. And everybody's so different, right? Right. There is not one answer for everybody. And so with Schmitz, you know, one of our goals was to help with the wetness. Like yeah. we're, we're not, we never claim to be an antiperspirant. We don't claim to block your pores and stop sweat. But what we do help with is once you've sweat, the, the formula is there to help keep you, you know, feeling dry. So you're not, there's just like a nice matte finish with the powders and the butters that'll just sort of help kind of absorb. Yeah. Um, and... We've had customers who have told us this is the one product that has helped with the wetness and, and of course, the odor. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing the testimonials we get. I mean, you can hear from your friend there that, like, it's affected her life, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, she – when the tension's on her, she recoils. Oh, right, right, right yeah. yeah. And so, like, that just shows how, like, it's such a big deal it is to be dealing with these underarm issues. I'm and telling so, you. Seeing, you know, us help customers resolve these challenges in their lives is, like, the most rewarding thing ever. For we, sure. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, and we've had customers who have written in and just say, you know, we've changed their lives. And it's just never, like, when I started the business, like, I didn't understand, like, that magnitude. Like, I knew I was, you know, helping make changes in the industry and, like, offering an amazing product. But when I when I really realized the impact is when I was hearing from these customers who were saying, like, this has changed my life. That's yeah. the same with Natch Butte. Mm-hmm. Natch Butte was just kind of uh, something fun to do. And yeah. I get emails every day uh. that are like... I, you know, I'm yeah. going through a rough time. I forgot to take care of myself. You reminded me or whatever. So yeah. we love feedback, Isn't everybody. It the best? Yeah. Yes. And, even, and even as we grow and get bigger, like we still love it and need it. And like, it's just what drives us. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck out there to my to my sweaty friend, Nikki. Good luck. Um, trial and error. And I think trial and error is like a big diet. One. I don't know. Yeah. Listen. Diet's huge, especially with odor. Like if you're noticing a funky smell coming out of nowhere, like think about what you've been eating. Like what, yeah. maybe there's something different going on. Drinking enough water is huge. You know, I know some people who don't use deodorant at all because their their diet is like so perfect. You know, it's all plant-based and they're drinking tons of water and getting exercise and whatnot. Man, um, that must be yeah. nice. Yeah. Must be nice to be an alien. Okay. <laughs> Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. 
This is a great question. This is from Emily in Portland. Woo! Your buddy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was so excited when I realized that Schmitz was a local brand for me here in Portland. I am obsessed with the bar soap Aww. and dabble in the donor as well. I know the top. Uh, okay. So she wants to talk about uh, Schmitz being acquired by Unilever. Yeah. So she says, um, I like what I read about Jamie saying that she saw this as an opportunity to make neutral natural products more accessible. My question is, what were the things that were the most important to her to preserve Schmitz as a company when acquired by a larger company, especially Unilever, which distributes all types of products, not just natural ones? I'm mm-hmm. really curious what that conversation was like and how smaller or indie companies are able to prioritize and negotiate what parts of their mission or product development are critical to maintain in order to agree to a deal. Uh, Jackie, come visit me and Jamie in Portland sometime. Uh-huh. So yeah, I thought that was an interesting question because uh, Schmitz was... you. Well, did you sell the company? Tell how. Yeah. Work. I appreciate how this how this question. works. Yeah. So yeah, Schmidt was a, Schmitz was acquired by Unilever just this past January. Yeah. Huge move for us. Did you like huge... put a for sale sign in the front yard? Like, how does this happen? You know what I mean? Like, as a brand owner, I That's feel like awesome. the ultimate goal usually is, yeah. You know, we want the we want to expand. Right. We want to sell. We I don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, we know we had no Craigslist ads. Uh, right. We, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You didn't hire you a know, realtor. The brands that you know Unilever was managing or that owns. Um, they were seeing our sales and how they were impacting these other brands right. on the shelf, right? Like when yeah. we launched in Target, for example, they could see us taking a healthy portion Heck of profits yeah. from some of their other That's brands. That's great. And so I think they realized, like, to compete with us, they needed they needed us. Yeah. And, and they also also understood that you know the future of the industry is is cleaner, healthier, like better options for consumers and. It's so amazing to be at the forefront of this and to be one of these first indie brands that was acquired by a huge company like Unilever. And that was the most rewarding part of this whole thing. It's like, this is a sign that times are changing. I... That's what I'm saying because I feel like I say this on Attribute all the time. Mm-hmm. Co- we're cogs in the machine. We buy the deodorant on the shelf that's at our drugstore mm-hmm. because it's just what we see the ads for. Right. It's what is there, and we grab it, and we put it on, and mm-hmm. we don't think. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Schmitz is now in these stores mm-hmm. as an option is already changing the game. Yeah. So to, yeah. to answer your listeners' you know question a little bit more— with Unilever, you know, they understood the value of the brand. Like, they, their goal was not to come in and shake things up and, like, change things because we were doing something right. Right. You know, not just in our product development, but also in our branding and our marketing and our connection to our consumers. And they had no no plans at all to come in and change that. And so that part of Schmitz lives on and it always will. And that's that's the most amazing part. You know, is that we're still driving this, you know, what made us successful. Yeah. So you're still involved in the company. You didn't, like, just sell it off yeah, and, like, it. go to Tahiti yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of the same yeah. the same team is in place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And Schmitz will always be near and dear to my heart. I mean, my name's on it. It's my baby. I, like, grew this thing from the ground up. And, um, you know, my, my involvement has changed a bit where I can control things from um, – more of a, a grander level, I guess. I'm less involved in the day-to-day, like, nitty-gritty operations. Oz. Right. Right. I can see things, um, like, I can help uh, develop the direction of the brand and help with, like, that's my favorite department is our brand team. And it's just, like, some of the things we're doing. And I love having a hand in that. Um, the product development I also help with. Like, the scent innovation is huge for me. Yeah. Um, I feel like our, that's where you're yeah, that's the that's, sweet spot. It yeah. is for sure. And our you know, our team always looks to me like, Can you smell this oil or tell me what you think would go well with this? And like I really, you know, enjoy Is Schmidt's made in Portland? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. It started in my kitchen and we had moved like four, five, six times to like grow with the company. And so you know, now there's like this yeah. It's, it's just it's, like on Shark Tank when they do those where are they now? Yeah. And they're like, we went from $10 in sales to $20 million in yeah. sales. And they show the big warehouse to zoom out and whatever. Yeah. That's so neat. 
So will that change, or is Schmitz right. like staying in Portland? Schmitz will always, you know, have offices in Portland. Like yeah. our um, definitely like our brand team, our marketing department, product development is there. And we have this awesome office in downtown Portland in the Pearl District. Can I um, come if I'm yes? Yes. And we just expanded that office, and so it's beautiful. It gets a lot of natural light. It's just it's amazing. Yeah. Very Schmitzy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Emily, I hope that answers your question. So I have a, a question. Uh, get back to me now. Me 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 me. It's my pot. Me 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 me. So I remember seeing on the Schmitz uh, Instagram, or maybe it's your personal Instagram, that Schmitz was at Costco. Yeah. And then I keep seeing on my Facebook group, oh, I bought Schmitz at TJ Maxx. I bought... How does that happen? Schmitz is, is that everywhere. real Schmitz? Is it fake, you know, <laughs> it's real black so, market? I think one thing that makes us unique is that we have never cut off any distribution channels, right? You'll get a lot of brands, especially indie brands who might say, you know, I'll never sell here, I'll never sell here, I only want to sell here. And I think that's great, and I respect that approach. Um, but with Schmitz, we wanted our product to be available to as many people as possible. We think everybody everywhere deserves access to these healthy products. And so, you know, that's been a really effective strategy for us. You will find us at TG Maxx. You'll find us at Costco. But you're also going to find us at Whole Foods. And you're going to find us at the, you know, boutique and um, around the corner. Like, they're in mom and pop stores. Like, we're everywhere. And certain customers go to certain places to shop. And, you know, we can cater to all of those. Okay. That's so exciting. Yeah. I, I always wonder, like, how does that work? Does Costco call you up and make, like, a deal or right. whatever? Like, hey, we're going to sell your diode and this, this much shelf space and this many stores yeah. for X amount? It's, yeah, I watch Shark Tank. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> I kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> There's some validity there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of retailers have come to us. We've been really fortunate in the sense that we never had to do, like, a really hardcore, proactive, you know, sales pitch. Our product has gained uh, momentum just through customer word of mouth. It's and then so people are jumping on board, like, oh, well, Target has it. Well, now we need it. And yeah. I mean, Target's a pretty big dog mm-hmm. to uh, to really get some clout. Yeah. I mean, the Scrub Daddy's in Target, so. Yeah. Scrub Daddies are my favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Again, Shark Tank. This is a Shark Tank thing. I love Scrub Daddies, damn it. Is that a little kitchen scrub? Yeah, they're okay. a little smiley face sponge. Mm. But they only were available at Bed Bath & Beyond for a long time, and then Lori Grenier got them in the Target. Nice. And now you can get them at Target, but you can't get them other places. You- they need to be everywhere, like Schmitz. I want. I you listen to me, Scrub Daddy. Y'all need to get your asses at Rite Aid. It would make my life easier. The grocery store would be nice. Anyway, listen. Okay, my uh, couple questions. We're we're wrapping up here. I was wondering, like, what are some of your favorite other than Schmitz yeah. brands, natural brands, uh, products that like you use every day that you're obsessed yeah. with? Um, maybe you've met them through like you met some of the people behind the brands yeah. just through like your schmoozing of the uh, you know indie brands. We want to know because y'all can't see Jamie, but she is cute. Okay, Aww. first of all, I'm like I don't want you to tell me your age, but like you look young as fuck. Oh my god, I'm old. She looks incredible. She got a cute outfit on. Like, I mean, I need to know everything. Aww. Tell me everything. I'm 40 years old. No way! Because this whole time I was like, she's my age. What's your right? age? Are you shocked? I'm 33. Uh-oh. But like, I was like, she has a kid. Her kid's eight. I was like, trying to do the math. I was like, does she have a kid really young? Like, I mean, <laughs> guys, whatever she's doing, we need to be doing, damn it. We also established that Jackie's dog is the same age as my son yes. and that they would have gone to school together yes. if they were in the same city. Yes. If Chooch was a human, they would be in school together. So, <laughs> Thank you for your kind words. Um, Listen, I tell it how it is, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I have to admit, I'm kind of a product whore. Like, I jump around. Yeah. I can't. It's hard for me to really Same. stay devoted to one brand. And so, for me, it's, like, about the ingredients and just trying out new things. I get excited about, um, like, right now I'm kind of into, like, sea ingredients. And so I'm like, ooh, ooh. what are some brands I could try there? Um, I do want to give one quick shout-out to a brand that's dear to my heart because we um, kind of started our brands at the same time. And we were in a lot of the same 
shows together in the early days, and that's um, Herbivore Botanicals in Seattle. Honey, they're killing it. Yeah, they're so killing it. I know it. the owners, Alex and Julia, and they're both sweethearts. And we used to be, um, like I said, at these shows together. And we Cute. kind of always knew we're like, we're like, there's more, there's something bigger for us. But we had just grown at this, you know, kind of at the same pace, and um, and just kind of was able to go beyond that scene. And so I. I think, you know, they'll always have a little place in my heart. And they have this oil, um, the orchid facial oil, which is one of my faves. It just I, smells so freaking good. I like, don't have any herbivore yeah. stuff, and that's a damn shame. Hi, guys. Hey, you want to send me a couple <laughs> things? But, like, I see tweets. I see messages. Their packaging is beautiful. Yeah. They're in Sephora now. Yes. I mean, huge. they're killing it. And I'm it. telling you, the owners are just amazing. Like, and so humble and so sweet. And, I love yeah, that. Yeah, so I, I'm connected to them. They make masks. They got masks. They mm-hmm. got, and uh, is I think it's all vegan, huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Come through, Herbivore. Woo. Come through, <laughs> honey. <laughs> come through, Herbivore. Come through. I was, oh, God, I wish I could have done that for like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> oh, I wish. No one's stopping you. Rebecca's like, and everyone just tuned out. <laughs> and everybody just went to the next podcast. Thank you. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, come on. Give us something else. Yeah. Like, what do you have on your face right now? Oh, man. What am I wearing? What sunscreen do you wear? Yeah. What sunscreen? Oh, I uh, someone gave me a sample of this Kula. Uh-huh. I use Kula. Shout um, out. I think I got that at Natural Products Expo. So I get a lot of samples, too. Same, like, kind of yeah. like you. Like, people yeah. are like, Charlie's. And so, like, I have fun with that. Um, I don't wear, like, tons of makeup, but I'll do a little something. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I can't even believe... Not that yeah. forty is old, but yeah. I just you looked you looked so young that I was like, man, she must have just started really young. Oh. Like I had that baby young and got moving. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm owning my age. Like I have no 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 shame in that forty. Of course not. No, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to feel like. Like what is forty supposed to look like and feel like? Right? I don't, yeah, I don't know. that's part of this whole thing. We're yeah. talking about in Nash Butte. But I think you know Schmitz keeps me young and my you know the crew there and. Yeah. Do you have anything that you use on your son? I'm always mm-hmm. curious to ask moms because I know it's yeah. so hard to navigate like uh, pro- uh, ingredients for the kids yeah. and keeping them happy and healthy. I mean, fortunately, he doesn't need a whole lot of stuff yet. You yeah. know, he's young where he doesn't need it. But I mean, we just Schmidt soap like head to toe. Oh, right. You know? yeah. Scrub that baby yeah. down. And the, the toothpaste is safe for him. And he's so funny because he has very strong feelings or opinions on scents. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, like he is always. Um, had feedback on like like his favorite Schmidt scent is the tea tree, which is funny. Yep, interesting. Yeah, um, it is very fresh. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. also like pretty intense. You know, like yeah. I don't know. I imagine like most kids like the, the bergamot lime or right. the rose or something. But he he's all about that tea tree. Um, so he's fun and he has a lot of product development ideas. And so I feel like together we could make something magical. Oh yeah, yeah. a kid Schmidt's kids yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got my ears up. <laughs> I got my ears up. Chuchi, do you want mommy to get you a Schmidt's? <laughs> My little eight-year-old, I love you. She looking at you? Yep. Yeah, she's she used to come in the booth with me, Aww. but she gets mad when I yell, which I get. Not she gets she doesn't like bark or anything, but she yeah. just like I feel like she likes staying in there with Rebecca. Yeah, she looks happy. But she will come in and sit with the guest, you know, if she's in the mood, whatever. Well, we're getting to the end here. Why don't again tell everybody where they can find Schmidt's Naturals yes. on the internet. Social media. <laughs> Where do we tweet about our armpits to you? Maybe we should have everybody show us their armpits. Oh my god, that might be it. fun. Yes. Um, <laughs> so Schmidt's Naturals is our website, which is the best place for info. And, and can you sm- can you spell Schmidt's? Yeah, like, fucking misspelling every time. Yes. So it's S C H M I D T 
T-S. Okay, yep. Naturals.com. Yep. Excellent. Um, but if you want to reach me personally, which I would love, find me on Instagram at, um, it's my first name, Jamie, but mm-hmm. it's spelled a little differently. It's J-A-I-M-E, Schmidt, S-C-H-M-I-D-T, 22, which is my lucky number. Cute. That's it. So Is I, that your birthday? No, it's no. just, you know what? I'm it was my number. So. When I was in basketball. And I, was, <laughs> I feel like that's true for so many basketball people. Queen. No, yeah. I mean, it was like in middle school where I, that was like my basketball number. And then it like stuck with me and it's just like it's showing up everywhere. That's so cute. Yeah. You still uh, get on that court or I what? Know. You still ball? <laughs> I'm Y'all balling in Portland or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drive by and see you like yeah, shooting. shooting yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I just thought of something else. Oh. We were going to do a contest oh, for yeah. everybody. Yeah. And I feel like we... Cutest armpits picture. I kind of want people to show us their pits. Mm-hmm. And I want everybody to be proud of whatever you got. Yeah. I want you... If you got hair, if you don't, yeah. if you got... You know, we want to see. Let's do it. Is that too weird? Because no. I feel like we as a society need to change the programming around armpits. Yeah. Because I feel like it's like, ew, armpits. And we're like, no, honey, armpits. Yeah. Armpits are a part of our damn body. And they're right by our heart. And you know what? There was like last year, I think it was. There was like glitter pits, or yes. like, and then there's like people rainbow dying, hair dying their pits. hair. Yeah, right. so own it. We're taking those pits back. Yeah. So maybe we should come up with some kind of like show us your pits. Get crazy with the pits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll discuss that, and I'll tag it on at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Talk to my brand team. <laughs> yes, exactly. But don't worry, the honeys are getting hooked up with some schmitz. Thanks. So, because uh, my goal is to get every single person listening to an attribute a, a contest prize at some point because i do contests a lot okay we're trying to get some prizes so be tuned in for that jamie thank you for being thank here so thanks fun. for visiting me in la yeah. and i'm gonna come visit in portland yes. shout out to petunia's bakery oh yeah Did you ever eat there? i've had it at a show once i remember yeah this vegan bakery right? yes yeah. oh, amazing God. i'm telling you i haven't traveled all over the world i haven't traveled all over america but the portland vegan food is mm. I, I i think it's better than la i'll be honest i think it's better than la yeah. come at me come at me california <laughs> uh the best food ever Especially paired with that uh, recreational marijuana, baby. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful afternoon. Seeing the waterfalls. And then get me some petunias. Oh, I love it. Oh, what a lovely day. Thank you for being here, Jamie. Thank you. Everybody, don't forget to swipe those pits. Cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. <laughs>